Hey everybody, before this episode gets started, I just want to take a second to talk about Josh. He's the guy that does the intro music for my podcast. He just found out that his mother is about to pass away. She only has three months left to live, and they have a GoFundMe up, so I'm going to link the GoFundMe into the bio for this. If anybody can do please do. Anything's appreciated. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy the episode. Welcome, everybody. This is the episode 11 of the Nerd Rage 9000 show. And today we have a really cool episode. We got a bunch of people from the trade chain on Instagram. If you've ever listened to my podcast, you definitely have heard me talk about them. So we're going to have fun chats about that today, and I'm going to let these guys introduce themselves. Um, Zenfig, one of the other founding members of the trade chain gang. And uh, Tranquility MTG uh, HI. Also a founding member of the Trade Chain Gang. Oh, that's cool. I didn't realize you guys were all founders. Oh, that's pretty cool, dude. So, all right. So, I guess the first question to lead into it is, uh, what made you guys want to do this? Uh, like, you know, like, what sparked the idea? And I guess the real, another question I have for you on top of that is, do you guys know each other? Or did you guys meet each other through Instagram and you threw this all together? Or, like, what's, like, the story behind this? Um, I actually reached out to Zen in the beginning, asked him if he wanted to give each other shout outs. And in the beginning, I was talking about getting a bunch of trusted people together and whatnot to, to trade online and such. And then Zen actually went ahead and made the group. Yeah, I had uh, started my chain because I had heard about the uh, Pack to Power, which if you haven't heard about that story, I definitely recommend looking it up. Uh, this guy back in, I want to say like 2008, like late 2000s, opened up a pack of cards and traded it to a Power 9. Oh, and okay. so I wanted Sweet. to start doing that. And knowing Instagram would be a big place to start doing trading, that's why I started my account on there. And then started trading first before starting that pack to power just to start getting some like reputation on there. And uh, then started the trade chain and noticed that there were a couple other people kind of with a similar idea, starting with a small handful of cards and trying to trade towards one big, huge goal. And so, uh, yeah, Yak being one of the first people that reached out to me, we ended up starting to reach out to a handful of other people that had chains similar and start forming the group. Funny thing was, Zen thought I was trying to scam him at first. <laughs> I mean, hey, like, I mean, in all fairness, it's kind of like a weird thing to, like, reach out to somebody and be like, hey, you want to start this giant thing where we trade cards and, like, we're going to get a bunch of people? So I, I get that at the same time. Like, I completely understand where you're coming from there. <clears throat> Yeah, you can never be too cautious, but that's also why it's nice to have a group of people that have kind of all traded with each other and verified, and then we can also reach out with each other and be like, hey, have you traded with this guy? Do you know if they're good? And it kind of helps to build that trust in the community. community that you guys have brought is so cool, and I think it's so cool that we have reliable people in this community that when they see you see a card, you know it's going to be real, you know what I mean? And you're going to be able to trade for it. And you're going to be able to trust the person that you're getting it from. So I think that's super cool, like, what you guys are all doing and how you're accomplishing it. It's it's really cool to see it come about. Absolutely. It's a ton of fun. It's it's a labor of love, that's for sure. From myself, Tranquility, I um, I got to know Yaktown uh, early on in Magic IG trading. Uh, after I had first traded with Crow to Lotus, uh, I don't know if you know his story, but he's trading a Storm Crow up to a Black Lotus. Yeah, he um, was my first trade also. Yeah, he was my first online trade as well. Um, and it was a significant trade. I traded him a uh, 
what did I trade him? I traded him a city of traders for a alliance's force of will and a metal worker. Um, yeah, that force of will was yeah. mine. I traded that to him. So that was my first uh, iteration of online trading, and then got to good, be good friends with him, and then good friends with Yaktown, and then um, we got introduced to to Zenfig here, and you know the rest is kind of history. Now we have an entire community that we built. I thought it would have been this big. No, this is beyond anything I've ever thought it could be. Yeah, yeah, I never would have imagined that we would have. I think we're just passing thirty people officially in the group now, and I know that we've got our eyes on a handful of other people. Great thing too is that we 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 go through verification processes of people and vet them, so we know that anyone who we're bringing into the group is there, and they're an honest person, and they're providing good quality trades and helping helping the group out. Because that's what we're there for. We're there to help each other. We're all each other get, get to goals and help each other just find what we're looking for too. No, no, totally. And I th- and I think that's just so cool. So like what is the main goal that everybody has right now and what is the best card you've traded for so far? Um, well I I think out of all three of us I'm the only one that has completed a chain. Yeah. Yeah, I, I traded up from, it was like, I think, $30 worth of cards to a Mox Diamond. Oh, wow, that's so cool. Yeah, no, that, that was a mission. It took almost a year to get that one complete. Have you had any other ones that have been completed, or is it just that one? Um, The group has had a number of chains completed, like various people inside the group. Um, I'm yeah. actually close to my finishing my second chain. And what are you trading which for? Which is, uh, that's an Italian moat. Okay, okay, heck yeah. Yeah, he so, started yeah. with a, a toy boat card. Yes, I started with a toy boat, and I'm up to, I think, around 450 or 500 now. That's worth just, in value of cards it's just so crazy to hear that it's yeah, sort of like when you watch those videos of people that start with a penny and then they trade it for this flat screen tvs but then you know they're fake at the end of it but this is like those this is real you know it's it's i don't know it's just it's so cool it, it's so fascinating to see like this happening and it's so cool to like see it come together and like just I don't know. It, it's just, I think, I, I'm so fascinated by this whole trade chain thing, honestly. When I started my Instagram account, I think I got hooked up to it, like, pretty quickly. And I've watched a bunch of you guys grow, too, so that's always cool. So, um, what are the tr- uh, chains that we have going, then, that are not completed right now? My current chain is uh, the only chain that I've I, I've had so far. Um, and I kind of took inspiration from um, from Crow to Lotus, and then talked to to Yak Town about it a bit. And I came up with mine as um, Spellbook to Library of Alexandria. So I'm taking the book back to the library, <laughs> and uh, like I'm cur- I'm currently around I think around eight hundred dollars in value, starting with a an original spellbook. Wow, that's that's it's so crazy to hear that. It really is. It's so insane. And how long have you had yeah, this chain tried. going for? Uh, my chain's been going for about a year and a year and nine months, I think. Okay, okay. I'm not super uh, dedicated to it. Just, I mean, I am, but I'm not. I don't have a lot of time because I also have a young child and a full time job and other things too. So it's it's hard, and sometimes it can get expensive too because we all also have to handle the the cost of shipping. Because almost all these trades that we're doing are cross-country, and if they're more valuable, then we have to ship with tracking and padded envelopes and stuff. And it adds up. Um, so it's not like we're not investing any of our own money into it, but it is uh, you know, a fun challenge. I was just about to ask if you guys do international. I've never really been caught up on that. But that's super cool to hear that you guys ship anywhere and you guys trade anywhere. I mean, it's. I guess it would, it would make sense. It would definitely make sense. It is harder yeah, for international trades, but you know sometimes they they do work with you on it. Yeah, I've I've made a a number of international trades myself, 
And as, as long as the price value is worth it, there's no issue. Yeah, I agree. But, yeah. but like, like Tranquility was saying, you know, under a certain value, we'll, we will just ship plain white envelope. Oh, no, and I can't plain can white envelope. That. Yeah, the PYE does make it across the borders and everything, also. It, it is just a bit more expensive. Yeah, I just sent a plain white envelope up to uh, Canada. Yeah. We actually have a couple members in Canada as well. Yeah, right now we've got two members that are in Canada, but then basically everybody else is U.S.-based. We used to have somebody that was based in the U.K., but they had a lot of uh, trades get lost in the mail. Yeah. And ended up taking, like, I think it was close to a $150 hit on their chain. And they actually were originally racing against Crow to Lotus. Yeah. Um, it was Lotus Bloom Gaming. Um, and so after taking that big hit and then Crow was pretty far ahead, she ended up going ahead and changing her goal and just t uh, taking what she had left and getting, uh, I think it was a Chains to Mistopheles. Yeah, it was a Chains of Mephistopheles that she ended up grabbing. Yeah, I mean, it's still not a fault for small Yeah, no, definitely not a bad prize. Yeah. And she was having a lot of trouble with trading across seas, since a lot of Instagram more was U.S.-based for the trading community, right, at least right. so far that we've been building. Did you guys have, like, a Magic the Gathering account before you did all this? Or did you start your Magic the Gathering accounts? Or so what, like, I guess, like, not specifically Magic the Gathering, but, like, your, your TCG accounts, like... They, were they specifically for this, or were you guys, like, on the internet before this? I personally started this account just for Magic. I have my own personal Instagram that, you know, is for me and my, my you know, day-to-day -day stuff or whatever. Family, friends, whatever. But this, this was specifically for Magic. Um, I wanted to be part of the community and be more involved, and I thought this is the way I could do that. And you know, I've had the account now for a little over two years, and I'm over, I'm closing in on 1,100 followers, I think. So nice, nice. Yeah, I um, actually started my magic page about two years before I actually got serious about it, because I had stepped away from magic for I think it was like 18 years or so. Oh, okay, so when did you start then, playing then? Um, well, I came back because um, I was moving some stuff and I found cards. And I was showing my wife and then she got interested. So then we started selling on eBay. And then she was curious on how to play. So I showed her how to play and, and she loved it. And I still love the game. And I found my passion for it again after showing her. So then I got serious on, on my page. And like I said, my first trade was to Crow to Lotus. And I guess he was the inspiration for wanting to start my own trade chain. I just thought it was a pretty awesome concept. And I just went from there and started meeting a bunch of people and whatnot. And now here we are. Yeah, I, Zenfig, uh, had started my Instagram account probably four or five months before starting my Pack to Power that I'm working on. Uh, but I did know that I was going to start that when I started the Instagram account. But I kind of wanted to like get a part of the community before just starting the chain on there and do a little bit of trading before doing that. Because I didn't want to come out just immediately and be like, oh, hey, here's me with this crazy-ass goal, because I feel like that would look kind of crazy and suspicious. No, no, I mean, yeah, I get that. But at the same time, I mean, if that's your goal, like, go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know it's going to take a long time, but uh, I'm almost two years into it at this point, I think. Uh, and am just over $800 in value. Taking a couple breaks so far just because some crazy life stuff going on. But uh, am just now ramping back into it. So hey, no, excited to be enough. back on the horse. I, I'm the same way, dude. I've only been playing Magic for, like, the past two years. I really only got back into Magic for, like, the past two years. I'm, I I buy a bunch of Magic cards, and then I give them away, or I sell them, and then, 
I quit playing for, you know, however long, and then I get back into it. So I completely understand. It sounds like exactly where everybody's coming from right now. Yeah, Yaktown and I are kind of the OGs of the of the group. We both uh, both are a little bit older and started back when we were, you know, teenagers, uh, back in the early 90s, and uh, have kind of just been <laughs> there to help people understand what the old stuff is and, you know, kind of guide people for what values look like and what they should be looking for in those older cards, too, which is helpful because there's you know, a lot of new people in the game, which is fantastic. And no, and I totally yes. agree with that. I think a lot of those old cards also get a lot uh, oversold to a lot of people trying to get into Magic. They think that uh, you know they just found a valuable card and they'll pay like twenty bucks for it when it's really ten cents. And I think that's definitely cool that you always have like a mentor that can like, uh, so to say, that can help you out and like can steer you in the right direction. Because de- Magic's definitely one of those games where if you don't know what you're doing. You can go buy a card from somebody on a website that's fifty cents, and you could buy it for fifty dollars, and you could have no idea. And, I mean, it's shitty to say, but it's it how it's definitely how it is. Yeah, it's definitely like that a lot. And um, recently, we have had a lot of problems with people trying to send out fake cards. I mean that's not specifically that's our group, but two two members of the of the of the trade chain gang. Uh, there have been multiple instances of people receiving cards that are fake. Yeah, from people outside of the group. No, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, hey, you know, you can't you can't parent everybody. That's what I you know, that's what I tell people. And like, you know, if at least it's only two people. Like you said, you got thirty people plus or in your in your trade chain, so if it's only two bad apples, I mean, it's not like your whole trade chain is going to crash and burn over two bad apples. You know what I mean? It sucks. Well, no. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah the, people weren't in our group either. Oh, oh, so what? Yeah, they so weren't like, part of our group. So, oh, oh, okay. So, like, what? You guys have, like, like, so to say, like, posers in the trade chain, then? Is that how that happened type of thing? Or? Well, I'm not no, trying so... to trade into people's chains tried to get over on a couple of people that were outside they were outside of the group trying to trade to people in our group oh okay and, okay, okay and, and we bust yeah. we busted them and everything and yeah and they've, they've been hence called out by multiple sources um you know one of them we one of them tried to trade to crota lotus and actually you know took him for a couple hundred dollars uh and then he, the same individual took a break and then tried to come back and uh, tried to change to uh, uh, keeping it casual, MTG. It's so I don't so know if crazy, you're familiar with, with his YouTube channel. It's just so wild to think that people, like, try to do that kind of stuff. And it's, I mean, like, I get it. Like, it's money. But at the same time, it's just so crazy to see what money does to people. It's sad. Especially yeah, well, where there's success, there's going to be imposters. Oh, yeah. no, 100%. I mean, oh. it is what it is. I mean, that's unfortunately life. But I guess, hey, you just got to keep trucking, right? Ultimately, yes, we sir. have the, the benefit of a good group of people who work together, and we, we document these types of things. We keep track of who's verified, um, you know, people who are, who are truly... Um, you know, welcome into that type of community or are added to the group. And, you know, we, like we say, is if you're trading with someone, you know, look at who's followed by the trade chain gang account. And you'll know that those people are verified traders that you can trust. Yeah. We actually, we have a, a trade chain page that only follows members of, of the group. So if you go follow that page, you'll be able to see a list of vetted traders that you know are honest and on the up and up. And that you got, you can just find that account in anybody's uh, bio, right? I think you guys put it in your bio, correct? Or I think some of us have, but I don't know if quite everyone. It's on on a lot of the posts. um, If it's not on the bio, but it's at the trade chain gang. Yeah. I'll definitely drop um, an at to that in the link in this when I post the podcast along with everybody's handle here tonight that's on the podcast. Um, 
Is there anything else that you guys want to touch about the trade chain before I ask you guys some other Magic the Gather Magic the Gathering related questions? Well, the the trade chain is is more than just a chain. It's a whole support group. You yeah. know, we all got each other's backs. And if there are lost or damaged cards, we will rally together to fix the problem, and we'll throw in our own cards. Yeah. To just to make it right for the person that lost out. Reliable. Yeah, ultimately, it's a, it's a support group for each other. You know, and not just in, in Magic too, but. I think a lot of us have grown in friendship in the group and are here to help each other with, you know, the general, you know, an, an, an ear to listen to or, you know, helping people, new new fathers and parents and stuff through life lessons of how to raise kids. And you know, it's been it's been really helpful for a lot of people. And we're, we're here for each other. And, you know, even we've had a few a few different events that quite a few members have gone to now and met up and building true friendships through this. Yeah, it's really incredible the Instagram page turned into. I definitely never expected to make some lifelong, lasting friendships off of a Instagram page. Yeah, that's a fact right there. Zen and I actually met up at the Minneapolis MagicCon with a few other people from the group. And that was a blast. Yeah, I think we had, was it five of us total there? And then I guess six now, because there was someone that we did meet there that eventually started their own chain and has now become a part of the game. Uh, so we we met up, it was me, Yak, uh, Forbidden Ophidin, uh Ghost Productions, and Jace's Crib slash Liliana's Closet. Uh, and then it was Static MTG that we met up at the at the con. And he joined up. And so yeah, what does your joining time. process look like? Like, I know you guys talked about it a little bit. Like, you go through a verification and everything. But, like, can you guys talk about the verification progress a little bit? Or is that something that's kind of, like, more secretive and you guys, like, don't really keep that? Like, it's more of, like, a thing that is kept, like, within the group. I wouldn't say that it's it's secret. But we, we have to make sure that somebody that's starting a chain is, like like we said, honest, and they're in it for the long haul. We've had people that had come in and started chains and got some decent value and then ended up either quitting or just selling their cards. And we took that as kind of like a slap in the face to the community as everybody you know reached out and was helping them reach their goal, only to see them quit and just profit off of it before they finished it. If that makes sense. No, no, no. I, it totally makes sense. Like, I have a buddy that's uh, an investment collector, and he's been playing since, I think, 94, 95 or something. And uh, he's one of those guys that, like, gives us cards or, you know, like, he'll, like, give us, like, payment programs on cards to help us, like, get cards that we'll never get. So, no, I completely understand that. And, like, his rule is, like, you just never sell the cards that I give you. And, you know, so I completely understand where you're coming from. Like, it sucks when people do that kind of stuff. When you think you have a reliable source, they come in, they get to sort of where they want to be, or they just get a card that they know they can turn for money for profit, and they, you know, they give up. It's just, it's, it's, uh, it's unfortunate, but I completely understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it feels like you're taking advantage of other people's generosity. The point of a chain definitely is not to take a couple of your big cards and turn that around into something bigger to just like flip. Uh, it's definitely more about the journey and meeting people along the way and starting with something small and seeing how big you can turn that into. Definitely that turning that penny into a house kind of a story. Right, right, right. And I just think that's so cool. I know I said that like a million times. I just, I think it's cool that you guys also like use each other as a support system i think that's super cool too like knowing that's also something behind the scenes i don't think that's really talked about much uh publicly at least that i've seen with you guys like it's just cool to know that you all have each other's back and like you were saying like you have you know when there's a new dad in the group and stuff you guys can give each other tips it's just really cool to hear that like you guys have all come together as a community rather than just like a trade chain itself and it's cool to hear, like, you guys have made lifelong friends. Like, I've uh, made some good friends through this podcast as well. Like, 
Dawson, aka Dick Tokens. I'm sure you a few of you guys know him. But uh, oh, yeah. I made like I be, I become like really good friends with him like through this podcast, and I don't, I would have never met him if I wasn't doing this. You know, he lives out in Poland, so it's just, it's just cool to like hear that you guys are like be, like more of a community rather of like like with each other more than just like a trade chain. I think that's so cool to hear. Oh yeah, no, I love everybody in the group and. And there's some stuff in life that's happened that I don't think I would have been able to get through as easily if it wasn't for the group. Agreed. I think there's lots of times yeah. where we'll, there'll be people who may, may be struggling emotionally, financially, um, mentally, however, however they need help. And there's someone in the group who will help them through processes or help with you know, talking them through what's going on. And yeah, even, even then, you know, we don't just, we don't just trade just for our chains. We trade personally too. And, and we sell cards to each other or to other people as well. So it's not, it's, you know, a community there where you can help each other in different ways. Um, but ultimately it's all, all based around magic. And that's something that like, personally, I think is so cool. Like, are you guys like just on Instagram too, I guess I should ask, or is it like, on like like is it Twitter or X or whatever the fuck it's called nowadays? Are you guys like on like Facebook and stuff, or is it strictly just Instagram? I think at this point it's strictly Instagram. I know there are some in the group that do branch out to their to other platforms and make trades or even local trades within their community. But as far as I know, it is mostly on Instagram. Yeah, the trade chain community definitely is Instagram, but there's a lot of people that are spread across different social medias for their own, like, personal, uh, like, card. What am I trying to say? Their own personal card accounts. Right, 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 yeah. right. Like, they have more than, like, one account. Like, they have a Twitter account that's, you know, the same handle or whatnot. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, or, like, keeping it casual... Uh, he's got really great YouTube. Yeah, his YouTube's he's great. Wonderful content. Yeah, that guy's pretty cool, actually. You know, it's funny. He, we, we follow each other on Instagram, and one of my buddies in our uh, magic group shares his videos all the time into our group. And I'm like, hey, that guy and I follow each other on Instagram. It's just, it's it, I think that's another cool thing about like the whole Instagram community. The reason I ask, I guess, let me let me go back real quick. Let me take a step back. The reason I was asking is because I just I think the Instagram community is so much better than any other or at least magic-wise is so much better than any other platform that I've ever been on. I think the Facebook community uh for magic's absolutely toxic. I mean, you just go and you ask a simple question and you know, you get dogged on for no reason or, you know, and like the Twitter community, it's the same thing. So at, in, in, at least in like the Instagram community, like, yeah, you have your bet one or two bad apples, three or four. But from what I've seen, like mostly it's just people wanting to chill, relax and talk magic and just have a good time. And so that, and that's mainly why I was asking just cause like, I'm only really on Instagram for magic. So I just, I couldn't tell you if there was any other platforms. I myself have been told by numerous people that, you know, aren't in the group or, or even a few that have been in the group that we were better than Facebook marketplace for magic. It, it was the place to be is on Instagram. Oh no, no, no. I, yeah. I, I totally agree with that statement. Then like the thing about Facebook marketplace is, I mean, all that shit's, you know, half the time people hit you up and then you never hear from them again. And you know, not that, that we need to really go into that, but it's just, it, it's so, um, the community on Instagram, I think is just better. And I think they're more reliable and more trusted. And, you know, like, I think with like Instagram, you can like go look through people's posts and you can really like, kind of like get a feel for them and make sure that they're more of like a trustworthy person than like a Facebook account or something like that, if that makes sense. But no, it's it's yeah. It's... I totally agree with you on that one. I definitely think there's a lot of hoops for people to communicate and to navigate transactions on 
on like Facebook Marketplace and even the Facebook groups for Magic. Um, I've had good and bad experiences on there. Um, but ultimately, I think Instagram has been the, the platform that I've enjoyed the most and have built the most lasting relationships uh, and made the most most trades, um, hundreds of trades on Instagram now. Yeah, no, I actually, it's, so Instagram, yeah, I uh, I love Instagram. It's totally a great platform. I love it, a great platform. I would never be here. Do you guys follow the Humble Wizard TCG at all? I think so. I believe I do. Okay, that yeah, that's, that's literally the whole reason I do this. I, I met him out in Colorado. He doesn't live here anymore, unfortunately. But, uh... No, that's the whole reason I do this. So I, I just think it's so cool. I would have never have been here without him. But, anyways, um, back to well, not we don't need sappy stories. Back to magic. Um, any yeah, let me. I'm gonna ask just one more time. Is there any other things that you guys want to touch on? I do have a few other like magic related questions. Is that's all right with everybody? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't have anything else on my end about the chain. I think we we're we're pretty excited that we've seen so many people complete chains and have grown um, just building collections and community. I think that's the biggest thing, just my biggest takeaway from it. Yeah, I guess um, one thing we've touted the chain as is if there's a card that's been out of your reach, you know, whether it be financially or whatever, the chain is the way to go to get your goal. No, a hundred percent. And that's definitely what it seems like. And, that's really cool. And even if it does take a year or two, I mean, it's cool to like, just like hear like, I mean, like even in this podcast, then everybody listening, I'm sure they'll be able to hear like the support that you all have for each other in just like this, this short time that we've talked. And I think it's just so cool to like, to see that it definitely am fascinated by this trade chain thing. And like, it's so cool to hear like that. It's not just a trade chain that it's more than that. So I'm definitely very fascinated by it, and I think it's just a really cool idea, and I think it's something so awesome. It definitely is a ton of fun, that's for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, I've loved it. We usually will find the new chains, because people will use the hashtag Trade Chain Gang when they were first starting out. And that's how we can first get our eyes on people. And then, you know, we'll start making trades with them. Or hopefully they've started reaching out to some other people in the gang and making trades into the gang already. And kind of starting to build been, that reputation with people. Yeah, I know I've been the sacrificial lamb for new trade chains a couple of times to put my name out so nobody else would get burned. But I haven't been burned yet, so... Fingers yeah, so far, Instagram has been generally a really great community to be a part of. I know, and I, t I totally agree with that. I totally agree with that. Well, going into some other Magic the Gathering related questions, with all the spoilers and stuff coming out, is there any secret layers or any sets or anything that you guys are like super excited about? Like, I, I know a set that um, t is talked about a lot right now is that Wild West set. Or, like, personally, for me, I'm super stoked about those Fallout Commander decks. Is there anything like that that sparked anybody's interest? I'll jump in first. Um, I'm not a huge fan of of the Universe of the Beyond stuff. I really did enjoy the Lord of the Rings. Um, but the other, other uh, intellectual properties that they've used hasn't been super exciting. I was stoked to see that they put the Princess Bride in there, but I, I thought that that could have been more of a its own set with that, you know new art instead of just revamps of you know screen grabs from the movie. Yeah, I haven't been too incredibly excited for many of the sets come out. They're just coming out too fast to get any hype behind them. Hundred percent. No, and I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah, like, like product my, like fatigue my... definitely I've been feeling that. But I will say the Lost Caverns of Ixalan that looks like is gonna be coming out soon looks like that's gonna be pretty sick. Yeah, that one that one does seem a bit fun. Yeah, I do like some of these like returning to older sets because some of these are like right before I started playing, so they were kind of relevant on some decks that I was seeing, but they're not really 
sets that I fully experienced myself. So it's kind of cool to get to go back to some of these planes. No, no, and I totally agree. Um, so another question I have is, do you guys like, so I know it's kind of like a weird question, but it makes sense. Do you guys like actually play magic or do you just like trade magic cards? And if you do play magic, like what like sets and like, well, not sets, my apologies. What like formats and stuff do you guys play? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we all play magic in the group. Um, I haven't run into anybody that doesn't play. Yeah, I can't think of anyone that doesn't play either. I can think yeah. of one guy that doesn't play. Forbidden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a he running joke. Really play magic. Just, that's yeah, more we, just an inside joke, though. Yeah, we went to the con, and he just left his stuff at the table and bounced out for a while. I think he played two games all weekend. <laughs> He's like, shoot, but at the same time, stuff to do. Yeah, at the same time, you know, yeah. it was nice for him to be able to just drop his stuff off and know that it was safe with these people that he just met. Oh, no, yeah, no, 100%. That brings it back to the whole community thing, you know. I think it's cool. Like, you know, you guys have all talked about how you met out in, like, a public area. And, you know, like, it, it's a weird thing to think about, but, like, that's almost like a scary thing to do, like, meet somebody on the Internet nowadays because you never know who they actually are. And it's, like, really cool to, like, hear that, like, you guys are, like, a trusted community that, like you're saying, like, you know, you can drop your cards off with them and you know that they're not going to get stolen or just something like that. It's just, it's, 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 I, I know I've said it a thousand times and I'm sorry that I keep saying it. It's just, it's just fascinating. It blows my mind that you guys have just built such a strong community and just on the internet. It's it's cool. It's cool. I love it. I actually ended up sharing a room with uh, one of the members when we were there at the Minneapolis con. Yeah, so no, close enough that even just like it through Instagram, we were just like, hey, man, like, let's split the cost for this room. You know, I know I've never met you, but we'll see each other at the airport and we can travel together, go to the hotel. And just like even feeling that comfortable from someone that I've talked to on the Internet for like eight months. It's, yeah, yeah, no, it was fun. You know, and... kind of crazy, but really awesome. Yeah, no, it's um, it it's cool. You know, it's definitely cool. Um, and then so like, what formats do you guys play in Magic then? Because like personally, I'm a commander player. I used to play standard back in the day, and was trying to actually go pro, but now I just play commander. Yeah, same. I uh, I play mostly Commander now. I do have a couple modern decks, but mostly Commander just because it's the easiest to find a game with, and I'm just don't have the time with you know family to get out and grind competitive events anymore. Um, I was semi-professional. I did well at some um, Grand Prix and won a couple you know big events back when I was younger. Um, it was sponsored by a shop at the time, uh, but these days, again, it's just about Commander, about enjoying the game. Yeah, I mainly play Commander. I do have a Pioneer deck and definitely want to dive a little bit more into that realm. Uh, but right now, it's mostly Commander. And I do enjoy CEDH a lot as well on that spectrum. Alright, so now that we're on the top of Commander, what's your guys' favorite Commander deck that you have? Favorite? Uh, question. I've been working on Corvold recent, well, for a while now. Um, I am starting to branch out more into the the CEDH, and my first like actual, I guess, CEDH deck is going to be a Traxa uh, Praetor's Voice. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. That's a good one. My pondering mind. My. Favorite commander, I would have to say Rune, although I did just kind of break that deck down a little bit to help build a Derevi CEDH deck, which is soon becoming a new favorite of mine. Um, other than that, I've got a Svela Ice Shaper deck that I would say is one of my favorites. 
Uh, and that one actually has a altar from Ghost Productions as this fellow. Yeah, shout out Ghost Productions real quick. They're awesome. Go follow them. They do a lot of cool mm-hmm. results. The Svelodex, the one that the the artist commented on the altar, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. When uh when Ghost posted that, the artist ended up commenting on there saying that they loved the extension that he did on it. Yeah, that's so cool. Which is kind of wild. Yeah. Okay, my uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, f- funny story about that one. Uh, the first rendition of the altar that he did actually got lost in the mail uh so we were sitting there messaging each other and this was like pretty early in him and i's friendship when we started communicating on instagram because i kind of like first fell in love with his art and it ended up getting lost and he was like all right well like you know i'll paint another one and send that off to you so he had to do that one twice for me oh wow and was it the first or the second one that the artist commented on? It was the second one. Well, there you go. It was like it's meant yeah, to be. Yeah, because he didn't. Yeah, he didn't end up posting the first one since that one didn't go out. And then uh, I guess for me, my my first commander deck was I built it back in like two thousand eight when I first heard about EDH, and it was the Zur the Enchanter. And it's not the ugly, nasty Necrozer. It's just more of a, a fun Voltron user. Um, but I've got like 17 other Commander decks. I'm right there with you on the 17 other Commander decks. My first. I have a bad problem of starting decks and not finishing them. Yo, me too. I have like three like started decks or like three decks that I'm like, alright, here's some cards that would go good with this commander, blah, 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 and then I'm just like, alright, oh, actually I'll take these cards out and put them in here, and then do this and that, and blah, blah, blah. But, um, no, my commander right now that I'm working the most on is Grim, um, Grin Grin, Corpsborn, mean. But, um, another question I have for you guys I know it's kind of like a weird like question because you're the whole trade chain thing, but I know it's kind of like a, it's like a, it's like a touchy question just because like of what it is. But do you guys play with proxies at all? I don't. Uh, I'm I'm a purist. I would rather have like four copies of a card in four different decks than have one and proxy it. Yeah, I don't look down on proxies. If you want to use proxies, just let me know beforehand, and I'm cool with it. I'm I'm the same. I have um, way too many cards, as my wife would probably say. Um, and I've got, you know, many many decks that require black, and many and all of those decks have you know vampiric and demonic tutors in them that are all legit copies. So I'm 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 a, I'm a purist as well, like like Yaktown. Um, and then there's, you know, I think a lot of us too collect on the side. Like I've got, I have a set of ten duels, but I don't ever use them in anything, just because I just like to have them, even though I could throw them in decks. I have just recently broken my proxy cherry, you could say. <laughs> uh, I've got a CEDH tournament coming up in a couple of weeks, and so the, that is proxies allowed. And I feel like it would just be silly not to go into a proxy allowed tournament without proxying up a deck. Uh, but oh, previously yeah, to that, I had also been a purist and tried to avoid using proxies. And I feel like that also was a way to like restrict my power level going against my friends. Yeah, yeah I nobody that. else was really nobody else was really interested in building like max powered decks except for one of my friends. So yeah, him and I would. You know, keep ramping our power up, but keep the budget restricted. Yeah, you're here really to play the player, it. not their wallet. It, yeah, exactly. I think 100%. that's a big thing about Magic, too, is like, a lot of people think that if you have a really expensive deck, that you're going to win, you know? But there's still instances, in, in, I can't say that word right now, but there's still cases of people 
you know, going up and playing with a 10K deck and losing to a deck that's $200. So it, it's crazy how, like, that, and I think that's another thing about Commander for me, since we're still on that subject. It, like, you never know, like, what a deck's going to do. Like, you can have a really powerful deck, and then you can play against a janky deck. And because you have a pot of four people, you're that janky deck wins. That's all luck of the draw. Yeah. Yeah, there's so much variance in Commander that, you know, no matter how perfect you build a deck, there's still going to be times that you just don't draw what you need, and there's nothing you can do. Yeah, we've lost to, uh, my wife and I lost to a pre-constructed desk deck at Command Fest when we went to that, and we, we were shocked. But it happens. Yeah, no, it definitely happens. Like, my buddy has a, a Traxa um, Predactor's voice. Like, he has the pre-con, and that pre-con slaps. I'm like, what the? what is going on here? Some of those older pre-cons are pretty dangerous. Yeah, there's some interesting cards in those. No, I totally agree. But, all right. Um, I... Don't really have any other questions unless you guys have any other questions for me. Um, I guess for us, just shout out the shouting out the trade chain gang. Um, you know, if you have questions for us, any one of your listeners, um, please feel free to reach out to any one of the members um, and ask us questions. Ask us about trades. Ask us about whatever you have questions about. You know, a lot of us have been playing Magic a long time. Some people are getting into it, you know, pretty new still, but we're all here to help. We're all here to help the community. It's not just us within the group. We're here for the whole community. Yeah, for sure. If you like any questions on, on like if, if cards are fake or even if a deal's worth it, because just because a card has some value doesn't mean it'll necessarily move. Mm-hmm. I've learned that the hard way myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've made a few trades that I thought, you know, just because the value was there, that it wouldn't stay long. And then I end up sitting on the card for like three, four months. I had a card like that where I sat on, you know, I think it was $60 in value for over a year. And just didn't grow at all on that money. And that and that's the shitty part about with all these reprints coming out. And like I was, we were talking about like the... um the the sets coming out so quick is the cards nowadays you know it could be sixty dollars then you sit on it for two months and now it's a forty dollar card and then you lose your money on it so it's definitely crazy <laughs> yeah 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 it's crazy my we were literally just talking about that card and I didn't realize it was like a forty dollar card and I swear I used to have like three copies yeah I had just been taking a break the past like month and a half on my chain. And when I came back, and there's been a lot of reprints this past month and a half. When I came back to look at that value, it definitely hurt a little bit. I think I lost uh, like close to a hundred dollars just from reprints. That's crazy. Yeah, which that's just yeah, that's part of the game. Yep, it happens. Or I know a few times I've traded a card and it's jumped up like overnight, double the value. And they're just like, well, do you want something else? And it's no, that's the name of the game. We made a deal. Yeah. We're, we're really big in the group on a deal's a deal. That happened to me in Yachtown last week. I traded him an Agatha Soul Cauldron uh, when it was like $20, and it jumped to 44 the next day. Yeah, it was it was pretty insane. Yeah, that card's pretty, that card's pretty good. Just makes everything go infinite. Pretty nice. Well, I guess um, one, one major thing about trading is always ask for pictures of the cards. Mm -hmm. Always verify what you're getting. Yeah, because that helps you make sure that the condition is actually near mint or LP or, or bitten you know, by a MP, cat. Yeah, or bitten by a cat. <laughs> <laughs> Does that happen? Before? Yeah, Zen actually... He, he had a, a card on his chain 
that it got there damaged and the guy was like oh my cat bit it or something and it wasn't disclosed and that ended up sitting on his chain for a while yeah, until like i said you know what months. it's been there too long let me take it and that was what would have been like a 30 dollar card but then now it's damaged yeah Definitely seems tricky to run the trade chain. I've definitely, I've, I've like, I've definitely thought about asking, but then at the same time, I'm like, I just don't have time. But it's definitely a labor of love. Right, right, right. Just like running an Instagram account, you're like, all right, labor of love. Let's get it going. Yeah, but once you get, it, if you end up, you know, trying to get into the group and you get in, you'll find it's a lot smoother than one would think having all the support of everybody else right right yeah definitely if i mean i I definitely might uh try to get in there sometime soon but all right if, I, if there's anything else that you guys want to talk about just real quick let me know but if not then i think we're gonna call this one um i don't have anything else to add on at the moment um Oh, I'm good over here. Nothing else I can think of. All right. Well, awesome. Thank you all so much for joining me. And I will definitely add everybody's tag. We'll definitely get everybody tagged up in the podcast. And I appreciate it. If you guys want to do it at uh, part two, definitely let me know. And thanks oh, for yeah. having us. Um, it was awesome. Hit it up. We're down for a podcast anytime. Yeah, totally. This was a lot of fun. So I'm definitely, definitely would love to do a part two. And if any of you guys play uh, Spell Table at all, definitely hit me up on there, too. There's lots of guys in the group that do play Spell Table, so... Yeah, um, definitely make that happen. Definitely let you know. Heck yeah, have a good night, guys. I appreciate you. You too. Thank you. You too. Alright, peace. Alright, everybody, and that's going to be episode 11 of the Nerd Rage 9000 show. Thank you so much for tuning in, and have a great one. Ball sack!